Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Thursday, December the 23rd, 2021. It is currently 1242 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church located right here in Ovalo, Texas, where it is currently 75 degrees outside, not a cloud in the sky. It is sunny. It is warm. It is nice. It is the weather the way it was meant to be. Now, I know some of you are going to be like, no, absolutely not. It's December the 23rd. It's supposed to be cold. It's supposed to be snowing. And if you think that way, well, you're going to be absolutely wrong because no, it should never be that way. Where, see, wherever winter arrives, you should move to get away from it. Winter is telling you, run. Winter is telling you to move. So if you think that it should be cold and you're happy with that, let me state it again. You are wrong. Okay, you are wrong. There's only one kind of weather, and that is not too hot. Not too cold. It has, okay, well, obviously there's going to be disagreements, right? There's going to be disagreements because everyone has their own perspective, their own likes, and their own dislikes. And that will be perfect for what we are going to try to do in this episode. Now, this is going to require your participation. This is going to require your help if we're going to accomplish this, but I think it will be very beneficial, all right? So let's jump right in. A lot to do. I apologize. My voice, for some reason, reason is having a few problems this afternoon, but as much live broadcasting I do in a week, you have to at least allow for me at times for my voice to struggle a little bit because I spent a lot of time inside this empty sanctuary sitting right here in front of this microphone, talking to you about all things related to theology, what's going on in the world, what's going on in the church, and hopefully you always benefit from it. But I want to be really practical and beneficial in this episode. We're going to do a couple of episodes just like this, and all of them are going to require your participation and your help. If you don't help, if you don't participate, then you're going to just basically end up with my thoughts with my perspective, and I know what you're thinking. Well, wait a minute. You're already completely wrong about the weather, so we definitely don't want your perspective. So you should immediately start opening that email and getting ready to start sending me your list, or you're going to end up with my perspective, which we've already discussed. You see you see why I started the way I did? Just as we will disagree about the weather, it's very important sometimes when we to hear everyone's perspective because that can benefit a lot of people. That it will all make sense in just a minute. Now, if you own a phone, if you are connected to the internet, if you have Wi-Fi, you realize you have access to millions of things to listen to, millions of podcasts, millions of sermons. You've got I mean, and that, that we could we could just forget podcasts and sermons. We could we could go to other things. You've got so many things to watch, so many things to just look at, do all over the internet, 
on your phone, so many different apps, so many things to choose from. And at times, I cannot speak for you, but at times, it's a little overwhelming. You're like, okay, wait a minute. So I got this podcast. I got this. I got this sermon. I got this church. I could check out their teaching. Wait, I got this Christian podcast. Wait, I got this. I got this. I got this. I, oh, wait, I got all of these music streaming apps. I could be listening to this. Oh, wait, I've got all of these apps. And at times you can just be like, you have all of those things on your devices, whether a tablet or a phone. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, am I really getting the most out of all of these things? Because you have so much available that sometimes the more you have available, the less you actually benefit and the less you actually get from it. There's just so much out there. So what we're going to do over the next few episodes is I'm going to try to, we're going to work together, right? Hearing your perspective, you hearing my perspective so that we can create list of, we'll call it the best of, but I don't even really like that term. We We could call it our favorites. And the reason I don't like best of, best of, to say something is the best, you have to have some kind of objective standard in which to to judge it, which to rate it, right? To say something is best, you're making an objective, you're making an objective claim that objectively this is the best. Well, first you have to determine the standard by which you're judging it. And then you're making a dogmatic claim that this is best and you're doing so basically in an objective way. Objectively, this is the best. And I think in many cases, when we say best, we don't really mean best. We mean favorite, and favorite is very subjective, right? Because you have your favorite kind of weather, I have my favorite kind of weather, and that's very subjective. It's based on personal preference, it's based on likes, it may be based on how you were uh, how you were raised, where you were raised. So many factors come into it. It's, it's very difficult to say, this is the best kind of weather, even though I started off by doing that, but I was going to get to this point. Best is, you know, this objectively, this is the way it is. But favorite, that's just subjective, right? It's based off your personal preference. So we probably shouldn't call this the best of. We'll call it our favorites. But the goal is whether we call it best or favorite. The title is irrelevant. The goal is to create list of things that you can then subscribe to and listen to that we think will be beneficial and that a bunch of listeners contribute to help build this list so that you get a lot of different perspectives and it's just not one person saying, here's what I think. I want your feedback. And then I'm going to consider, again, the people who speak up, the people who participate, their voices are the ones who are going to be heard and other people who don't speak up, well, you're just going to, you're going to be ignored because nobody knows what you're thinking. But if you speak up, you can help us compile list to say, hey guys, this is out of all of those millions of things. These are the things we think you should definitely listen to. You should definitely spend some time with because we think they will benefit you greatly. All right. And we're going to create a number of co- different kinds of lists. But for this episode, We're going to start with sermon audio. We're going to start with sermon audio. And if you've ever used sermon audio, if you've ever been on sermon audio, you know it can be a little bit overwhelming because there's so much content. Let me give you just some of the statistics. There are over 30 
9,000 speakers, right, on Sermon Audio. There are over 39,000 speakers. That's that's a lot of different speakers to choose from. That represents churches, radio programs, podcasts, individuals. It represents a whole wide range of, of people producing content, or you could put content creators, over 39,000. Now, yes, that's far less than maybe you will find on YouTube or on other podcast apps, but still 39,000. Where do you even begin? Where, 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 what do you do? I mean, you just, you, you, you're like, I, I don't know. There's just so much here. So there's 39,000 speakers. Are you ready for this? Over 2,136,555 sermons. Over 2,136,555 sermons. Where do you even begin with that many sermons? I mean, you go to Sermon Audio, you're like, okay, you can even, well, we'll talk about Sermon Audio and the app and everything in a minute, but just try to even imagine that. You're like, okay, you, you, you do a search for a sermon, you're going to be like, there's, there's 300 here. Which one do I choose? And you may have a tendency to hit play and go, well, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the sound of his voice or I don't like the way he's, okay, go to the next one, go to the next. And so you could actually be skipping past ones you should be listening to. So, I mean, that's just hard to comprehend over 2 million sermons. Now, how many people or how frequently a sermon audio used? Are you ready for this? There's been over 393 million sermons downloaded over 393 million sermons downloaded, and they average around 3.2 million downloads per month. Every 30 days, over 3 million sermons are downloaded. Now, that's a lot of activity. That's a lot of content. And this is very important to realize. Those are, that's preaching and Bible teaching and Sunday school lessons and sermons. So that means it could be a source of great spiritual benefit to you and your spiritual life. The problem is there's just so much that you may not get the most out of it. You may not, there's so much there that you just may go, okay, well, a lot of people do this with a lot of streaming services, right? It could be, we can just apply it to any streaming service, Netflix, it doesn't matter. And sometimes if you look at all of the content available, you, sometimes you start thinking, am I really getting my money's worth? But you, you'll start looking, maybe you're going through Netflix, you just name the streaming service and you'll just like, okay, I don't know about that. Don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. And sometimes after about 30 minutes of looking, you'll be like, you know what? I don't need, forget it. I don't even know. There's nothing on there. Like you just get frustrated because you don't like, what do I choose? So a lot of times you base it off what people tell you, you should watch this, or you see a list, uh, the top 10 shows or, or whatever, the top 10 songs, whatever the case may be. So I think with that much content, if we can help you go, choose these, these are the ones to choose, it could possibly make it the site even more valuable to more people and they may use it on a more regular and consistent basis. I think a lot of people get on Sermon Audio and then a lot of people go, well, you know, there's just, there's just too much. And they end up maybe going to something else. And maybe we can make Sermon Audio more valuable and more useful and more beneficial to more people because there's a lot there. Now, if you don't know anything about Sermon Audio, Sermon Audio 
is the largest and, as they describe themselves, most trusted library of audio sermons from conservative churches and ministries worldwide. Now, this is very important. The one thing that makes Sermon Audio very unique from a lot of other, let's say, Sermon.net, even though their app is a complete, Sermon.net's app is completely broken still. But just say Sermon.net. That's something I can compare it to. Sermon.net, the difference between Sermon.net and Sermon Audio is that, well, one, Sermon Audio's apps are at least, at least work. <laughs> the, the, the things at least work and you can find a lot of content, I think in many cases, easier than say Sermon.net. But here's the biggest difference. Sermon.net, you don't have to sign any statement about what you believe. You, you can just basically sign up. Any kind of church can be on Sermon.net. Anything. All right. I mean, it's a, it's a free for all. Now there's a lot of content. Same thing with the Edify Christian Podcast app. The Edify Christian Podcast app has millions of Christian podcasts. There is so much content on the Edify Christian Podcast app. Again, it's a little overwhelming. But on the Edify Christian Podcast app, anything can be on there. I mean, anything can be on that app. I still think it's very useful. We can talk about the Edify Christian Podcast app later. But I just want you to see a contrast. These other sites allow pretty much anyone to be on there, no matter what they may believe. Meaning you may have to go through, oh, wait, what's that? Oh, that's that's one is Pentecostalism. They deny the Trinity. Oh, wait, what's that? Okay, that's that's some wild, crazy, charismatic kind. And now, sometimes that can be beneficial in keeping up with what's going on in the church, but sometimes trying to find what may be more, put, put it this way, holding to some level of doctrine or theology that you can at least feel pretty safe with yeah, on those other sites, you don't have any guarantee. But on Sermon Audio, for anyone to broadcast, they have to agree to articles of the faith, all right? Now, any any sermon posted on Sermon Audio can be removed at any time based off Sermon Audio's sole discretion, and it will definitely be removed if it is demonstrated that it does not meet or hold uh, is in agreement with the articles of the faith. Either it goes against or it doesn't agree with the articles of the faith, it's going to be removed. Here's a little bit about what they say. Although the site is not affiliated with any particular denomination, we will only carry churches and ministries that are conservative in doctrine and Bible believing. Every broadcaster must adhere to the following articles of faith. All right, here's their, their, their uh, articles of faith. Number one, the absolute authority and divine verbal inspiration of the Old and New Testament as the word of God. Number two, there, there is but one living and true God and the Godhead. And in the Godhead, there are three persons equal in power and glory, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The eternal sonship, virgin birth, and deity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Number four, the personality of God, the Holy Spirit, and the absolute necessity of his work and regeneration and sanctification and his infilling of the indwelt believer for power to live and to witness for Christ. Number five, the substitutionary death of the Lord Jesus Christ and his resurrection as the only way of salvation through faith. God is appointed, uh, appointed besides the word and prayer, the ordinances of baptism and the Lord's Supper. 
Number seven, we believe in the spiritual unity of all believers in Jesus Christ and cherish cherish every scriptural expression of that unity. However, we reject the unscriptural attempts at church union by such organizations as the World Council of Churches and evangelicals and Catholics together. Number eight, the visible and personal return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number nine, salvation by grace through faith alone and Christ alone without the addition of human works. And number 10, sermon audio is not open to the dissemination of such distinctive charismatic Pentecostal, Pentecostalist views as extra scriptural revelations, tongues, healing, women pastors, preachers, elders, etc. All broadcasters must adhere to these articles of faith. We reserve the right to remove any sermon, church, or organization that we feel is not in accordance with these articles. All such decisions will be at the sole discretion of sermonaudio.com. And then, okay, and it says Sermon Audio does not endorse any content submitted to the site by any broadcaster, and Sermon Audio expressly disclaims any and all liability in connection with content, right? So, that that's that's the main thing that makes sermon audio different is that you have to adhere to that statement of faith. Now, there still can be a, a wide range of theological streams uh, still present within sermon audio, but at least those streams have to stay within the banks of that statement of faith. In other words, there can be <laughs> there can be a lot of different things going on on sermon audio. You can hear a lot of different perspectives, but at least overall, you can say, okay. Here's at least the, it may be a big highway with a lot of different theological cars driving on it, but at least they have to stay within the, the guardrails of the statement of faith. Maybe that's a better way of, 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 of putting it. So that, that makes Sermon Audio possibly extremely valuable versus other sites where you're like, oh man, what is this? Oh, wait, what is this? What in the world are they talking about? Like on YouTube, for example. I mean, who knows what you're going to find on YouTube? I mean, that's a an absolute, <laughs> total, free-for-all chaos when it comes to doctrine, theology, and Christianity. But a lot of churches want to be on YouTube. I can understand. A lot of churches want to be on Facebook. A lot of, a lot of churches want to be on all the podcast platforms, which are great, which, because I think we should get our content everywhere. The, the problem is when pe- people are looking you're just another one of others and they don't know the difference between your doctrine and the doctrine of the other church that they just saw or the other sermon they saw on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever. At least on Sermon Audio, they have some idea. Okay, at least I know they fall within these parameters. Right? So that makes Sermon Audio valuable. Well, if it makes it valuable, what can I do to help make it even more valuable to you? So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to download the Sermon Audio app. And I want you to just start listening to anything and everything whenever you have time, all right? Now, of course, please do not put any of the Sermon Audio content before the Theology Central podcast because that would be greatly offensive. Okay, I'm joking, I'm joking, okay? But listen, and as you listen, if you come across something, you're like, oh, that was really good. Oh, I like this speaker. Then Write it down. Write it down as one of your possible favorite broadcasters on Sermon Audio. We're going to try to compile a list of the 10 best or 10 favorite broadcasters on Sermon Audio. Then I'm going to do an episode announcing the top 10. 
I'm going to post it at theologycentral.net and the blog section. And I'm going to try to challenge anyone and everyone who hears my voice to go to Sermon Audio and follow those broadcasters. Now, here's a very, here's one of the very frustrating things I do have with Sermon Audio. Sermon Audio created a, when they, when they created their app, they have this weird system that you cannot like save a favorite broadcaster, like follow a, like on any other podcasting app on the face of the earth, right? You, you're like, oh, I like that podcast. Follow, and then you'll get a notification anytime new content is provided. Well, on Sermon Audio, you can't do that unless you sign up for, I guess it's called their plus membership, which I believe is like, I don't know. It looks like $49 a month. It looks like you're signing up for, to be a broadcaster. It, it's really weird. It's so convoluted and confusing. And, and I'll just show you what I mean. I, I, I downloaded the Sermon Audio app right here on my iPad. Okay. So I'm like, oh, my favorite things, right? So in fact, if I go to, in fact, let me see if I do this, if I can do this. I'm going to go to newest sermons. All right. Uh, see here. Oh, here's a new sermon. Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, I wonder what they would say. Okay. All right. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is from uh, Grace Baptist Church. I go to Grace Baptist Church and I'm like, I'm going to make that a favorite. Right. I'm going to try to make that. Okay. Well, guess what? As soon as I click to make it a favorite, it makes me go to a login. The only way I can save favorites is I have to sign up for Sermon Audio Plus or full member login. Well, the only thing, if I try to sign up for Sermon Audio Plus, right? So if I go back here to my favorite things, well, I can't, I can't get to anything, right? I have to sign up. Well, I'm like, okay, well, what do I have to do to sign up? Well, it doesn't even give me a list here. It doesn't even tell me how to sign up. It, it, it doesn't even tell me how to sign up. And when you do a little searching, when you get off the app, so the app doesn't even give you the ability to sign up. It just says you have to sign up. If you go to sermonaudio.com to the website, and you're like, oh, here's a join now to become a plus member. Okay, I can join now. It Well, it just takes me back to the homepage. So that doesn't help. If I go here, um, learn about becoming a plus member, if I click on that, okay, it sends me to um, become a broadcaster. And to become a broadcaster is $50 a month. So in other words, the app, it's so, it's so just, I, I really, I have to be honest with you. It blows my mind that in 2021, a, a, a website that's basically, look, they, they, they can call themselves sermonaudio.com. That's fine. But they're really sermonpodcasting.com. These are just podcasts, right? I mean, you can call them their sermons, but they're just, they're, it's all being, sit out like a podcast. You upload it and then people listen to it, correct? It's an audio file. Well, why wouldn't you on your app have the, have, why would you make it that people have to pay money to simply, and not, and even if you're going to have it set up to pay money, right? To do, to, to make a, to follow a broadcaster or to make them a favorite and where you can get notifications when new things are added. Even if you're going to make it where someone has to pay, it should be immediately like, click on favorite. Don't take you to the login. Take you to if you're not if you're not signed in. Take you either to sign in or to become a member. Click here, and then at most it should be like, 
$1 a month or $2 a month or $3 a month to be a premium. There's a lot of podcast apps out there that will charge you $3 a month for premium features. But here's what's crazy. Even on the podcast apps that will that give you the premium option to become a premium subscriber to their podcast app, none of them places behind the paywall okay they put other features behind the paywall none of no there's not a podcast app out there that says hey you can't follow your favorite broadcaster or your favorite podcaster and get notifications unless you give us money (laughs) that is i mean it's just crazy because okay it's hard to even try to to wrap my mind around the, the logic here right and and it has to be because they had their they they had clearly a a way of thinking, and I don't know what that way of thinking was, but it just seems so weird. Just just stay with me, see if this makes sense. Okay, so hey, you want to broadcast on sermon audio? Great, you got to you got to agree to the articles of the faith, and you've got to give us fifty dollars a month. All right, that's fine. Their platform that can charge whatever you want. Now remember, in twenty twenty one. I can be on any podcast app on the sun and I don't have to pay a dime. Now, I may have to pay my podcast hosting site, but I can be on all kinds of platforms and people don't have to pay. Uh, to, and I don't have to pay to be on them. So that you are, there already puts themselves in a very special category. Hey, if you want to broadcast for us, you've got to pay money. Like if I want to be on YouTube, I don't have to pay YouTube to be on YouTube. If I want to be on Spotify, I don't have to pay Spotify to be on Spotify. I can go on and on and on and on on all the platforms I could be on. I mean, just look at how many platforms we're on. We're on every platform under the sun. But that's okay. They want to charge great. But here's where things get really... So that's already unique compared to everything else out there. But then it gets really weird. All right. Hey, we want people... We have this platform so that people can listen to you. However, if they want to do basic things like making you their favorite broadcaster so that they can get notifications when you add new broadcast. Well, they're, they're going to have to pay, I guess, $50 a month for the privilege of doing that. Well, that greatly limits people using your app. I mean, why would people use your app at that point? Like, I, I can't even, I mean, I just, the only thing you would go to Sermon Audio for now is not to have like, here's my favorite broadcaster. I guess you could always look them up. But it just seems weird that why wouldn't you have, why wouldn't you have that ready to, it just seems crazy. Okay, what what just happened? I must have got uh, logged out here. Okay, give me a second here. I'm, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the Sermon Audio app on my phone and I thought I was signed in, but I'm not because I was going to show you something here, but okay, let me. Let me log back in. Okay, there we go. I got logged out somehow. All right, so on my iPad, I'm not logged in. And and I have it set up that way just to show you that if you download the Sermon Audio app right now and you're like, oh, that's my favorite broadcaster, I'll just favorite. No, you can't. You're gonna have to write it down. You're gonna have to write it down. It's crazy the way it's working. Now, supposedly, a big update is coming to Sermon Audio app. I've emailed them asking and I'm being told January, February, new app. I think I think they said within the next month or two. I think that's what they said. So we'll say possibly by February, maybe even January, a new app. And what I'm being told 
from what I've read, and I can't 100% confirm this because they didn't send me a list of all the new features, which I was hoping they were going to do. But it appears that the new app will actually work like a normal podcasting app that you'll be able to follow your favorite broadcaster. And I hope they have a good notification system that you'll get notifications when new content is added. So right now, the app is very antiquated and just a weird, hey, we want we want you to pay to be on our platform and we want people to pay to be able to use this app, this platform in a normal <laughs> Look in a normal way. It's crazy. I, I, I shared when I, when I saw the up, when I, there was a, a, like an article or something on Sermon Audio about the new updates. And I posted a, a thing to a lot of my friends in Nebraska. And I'm like, oh, look at all the new updates coming to Sermon Audio. And they all looked and were like, what? And they were like, those are updates? You mean like, welcome to, you know, 2010, like, like they're like, what in the world? They're like, that. How is that an update? That shouldn't even be an update. That should be called catching up. Because I mean, I I have I don't know how many different podcasting apps on my on all of my devices. I use every one. You name it. If if there's a new podcasting app that's available, I immediately download it and start using it. And of course, all of them, I just start looking for my favorite. My favorite broadcaster, my favorite po- sermon audio calls them broadcasters. That's why I keep using that term. My favorite podcasters and like, oh, follow, subscribe, follow. Yes, yes to notifications. And then I'll get those notifications. Like I'm holding my phone in my hand at any point. I'm going to get notifications about new uh, podcasts. They come in constantly because I subscribe to so many. Um, and it's just crazy that I, that I have the sermon audio app. And unless I'm paying, I, I can't. I can't get in. Now, currently I'm paying. So I have member, I have access to all the member services. But what I want you to do is to download the Sermon Audio app. When the uh, update is available, we'll do a full review, but just start listening and then write down your favorite broadcasters. Just write them down and then we'll still compile the list. Now, here is a, a little, a little trick. You can do this. Whatever podcast app you use, if you'll just type in sermon audio, you may say you may see two or three options, maybe four, and it should say something like latest MP3 feed from sermon audio. Subscribe to all of them and you'll get all of the latest sermons being added to sermon audio directly to your podcast app of choice. You can just bypass the whole sermon audio app. The only reason I want you to download the Sermon Audio app is I want you to have it so that you can see how it works now. And then when the when the updates come in, you can be like, whoa, this is a great improvement. Or you can be like, this is utter trash. And you can let me know because I'm going to be very interested to get everyone's opinion. The only way for the new app to mean anything to you is you have to use the old app. So start using the old app and note everything you dislike. And then when the new one comes, you can be like, okay, great. Many of you already use a lot of different podcasting apps, but that I do have on all of my all of my podcast apps, I do subscribe to Sermon Audio, the latest MP3 feeds, because a lot of times I just it's easier for me to just to go there. It's just I just I pull down, I go to any of my apps, pull down, it does a refresh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, new sermon, new sermons, new sermons. And sometimes when I'm in the car, I just choose the latest one, hit play. Hit play. Now 
Um, I think, again, that makes it a very valuable. The, the, the thing about Sermon Audio, it's so valuable because there's so much to choose from. The negative thing right now is the technology is still way, way behind every other every other app out there under the sun because the things that you should be able to do that are just like, they're not even considered special features. Following a podcast, getting notifications when they add new content. I mean, that that's so second nature now. Like, doesn't even make any sense. Why? Another thing, now some of the podcast apps that I use do this wonderful thing where I can create playlists. Oh, I love to be able to do that. And what do you mean by play, playlist? Well, here's what happens. You choose the podcast you want in your playlist. Like I'll be like, I have a, a playlist category for Christianity. Anything related to Christianity goes in that one. Anything goes to breaking news goes here. News commentary goes here. And so when I'm looking for something specific in those categories, I just go to those playlists, pull it down, it refreshes. The The Breaker podcasting app does that. Really, really awesome feature. I would love... I mean, ultimately, all Sermon Audio needs to be able to do is like, you know, here's your favorite broadcasters and then hopefully set it up that whenever any any of your favorite broadcasters post new content, you get a notification. And then when you open up the app, you just go to your favorite broadcasters, pull down, and it will do an automatic refresh and show you if there's any new content. I just I think that that would be I, th- I think that would be I mean, I, I could come up with all kinds of different features they, they have. So um, I, I, they also have, Sermon Audio has, let me go back. I don't even know if you can listen to it. Let's see. Sermon Audio. Uh, okay. Okay, now that's not helpful. Okay. That's not helpful. That's not helpful. Uh, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. Okay, let's see here. Um, it doesn't appear. Okay, that they supposedly have Sermon Audio has a, it's called the Sermon Audio, basically Sermon Audio Radio. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, str- uh, Sermon Audio Radio Stream. Yeah, I want that. Okay, good. I think one of the troubles with Acts chapter 2 is that it has become so embroiled in controversy that ordinary... Okay, so so even without a plus membership, you can uh, listen to uh, Sermon Audio Radio, and that's available on the Sermon Audio app. It's Sermon Audio, uh, right there, the, the app... You can talk about well. You just you use the app, and you can tell you can tell me what you think about it. But it's right there at the top of the main menu. It just says S A Radio twenty four seven, and you just uh, tap on that, and it will it will play. And it's it's a mixture of music, sermons, just a lot of different things. And I think it's it's cool because anyone who broadcasts on Sermon Audio, their content, I guess, technically has the possibility of showing up on the radio station. Um, I'm assuming that they choose what they like and their favorite broadcasters to go on there, unless it's just random. I don't know. I don't know the algorithm they use. But um, there you have it. Uh, Sermon Audio, download the app. There's a, a, So here's what I want you to do. Download the app. I want you to just look at it. Any feedback on their app, I want to, I just, I would love to get your thoughts. 
And when the new one is available, then we can all have a discussion. But just create your list of your favorites. I'll just, I'm just going to go through what I have saved in my favorites, all right? Here's what I have in my favorites. Now, I can save it for my favorites uh, because I'm, I'm paying money. Um, but I'm hoping when, all, when the free comes available that then everyone can do this. All right, but here we go. My favorite broadcasters, easy access to all your favorite broadcasters. Again, it, it's almost like, hey, here's this great feature that, yeah, should be just second nature for any of these kinds of apps. But okay, I've got Ambassador Baptist College, BMA Theological Seminary, Bob Jones University, Breckbill Bible College, Detroit Baptist Theological Seminary, DTBM International, Fairhaven Baptist Church and College, Faith Baptist Church, Faith Bible Baptist Church and Pittsburgh uh, PA, Gethsemane Baptist Church in Lexington, South Carolina, Grace Primitive Baptist Church in Pearl, Mississippi, Greenville Seminary and Mount Olive in South Carolina, Heidelberg Theological Seminary in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Mid-America Reform Seminary, and I think that's Dyer, Indiana, if I can say the name right. Pensacola Christian College in Pensacola, uh, Pensacola, Florida. Puritan Reform Theological Seminary in Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Reform Presbyterian Theological Seminary in Pittsburgh. Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. The King James Bible Seminary in Georgia, the Theology Corner with J.D. Martin, um, and Westwood Heights Baptist Church. The only reason I have this one saved is this is located in o- Omaha, Nebraska. And when I lived in Omaha, Nebraska, I visited Westwood Heights Baptist Church, and uh, they had a and we almost joined that church, but it was just so so far a drive. It was so far from where we lived. We lived in Bellevue. It was just. It was ridiculous. It was like on the far, I guess that's the west side of Omaha. It, it took like, like, you know, no. It was like, hey, we, we have Wednesday night services. Well, it's 4.30. I just got off work. Well, we better leave at five because we're never going to get there. Okay. So yeah, it was just, it was, it was crazy. So uh, we, I, there was, there was a couple of other reasons I think we chose not to, but that's, uh, that's uh, Omaha. So that's the reason I saved that one, just because I saw this. One of the things with the app, uh, with the Sermon Audio app, though, you can have it look for all churches that are on Sermon Audio that are in your local area. That makes it a great feature. Or you just pick whichever area you want, right? And it'll just show you which ministries are in that. But you can just put in whatever zip code you want, city, state. And another great thing about Sermon Audio is if you do searching, um, the searching, you can search, by, let's say Isaiah, like, okay, all, search all sermons for Isaiah 9. And then there we go. Immediately things start showing up from Isaiah 9. Uh, uh, we, I mean, there's just so many sermons here on Isaiah 9. And uh, there you go. Um, yeah. You can just... Uh, I mean, there's there's nine pages of sermons from on sermon on, on of from of sermons from a sermon audio uh, on Isaiah chapter nine. I'm sorry, I was looking at one. Look, what in the world is this? What in the world is this? 
I'm okay. All right. So I looked up Isaiah nine on the sermon audio app. You're, you're not okay. <laughs> I, here's the title. President Trump's Christmas message on Isaiah 9. Now, I think this is commentary about it. I'm very afraid to hit play because I hope it's not like, hey, President Trump gave a great message on Isaiah chapter 9. I may have to just listen to that just to see what in the world. But you never know what you're going to find. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that would be interesting uh, because, well, all right. Yeah, there's a lot. I have a lot of thoughts there, but um, just download the. So, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. I start looking at all the things there, and I'm like, wait, wait. If you noticed, all the things I favorite tend to be Bible colleges, seminaries. Um, I love, I love, and I and and Sermon Audio doesn't have all the ones I subscribe to on on my other podcasts on my other podcast apps. I subscribe to any Bible college, seminary, their chapel service. Because I just like what's being told to the students in Bible colleges. I like to, to be, I like to hear what's being told to uh, to students at a uh, seminary, Bible college, Christian university. If they have their chapel services, I just like to hear what's going on in chapel today at such and such school. I just love because it just gives me some idea of maybe what the the new generation, or I should say, the younger generation of Christians are being told in Bible colleges, Christian universities, seminaries, because it kind of gives you an idea maybe of where things are going, right? I always, I, always like to, I always like to study the past to know where we have been. I always want to understand the present to the best of my ability so that I have some idea of where things are going in the future. So, um, and Sermon Audio is another way of looking at what's going on within the church. And these are conservative churches, right? So these are, ch- these are churches that hold to somewhat biblical theology, biblical doctrine. So this gives you, like, you can go look, and I always challenge people, just look for any and every church in your local area and listen to what's going on. And just churches around the country. I subscribe to some, you know, mega, I subscribe to sermons from all kinds of churches because I like knowing what's going on. But in many cases, that gives me an idea of what's going on in mega churches or what's going on in, you know, the the basic evangelical world. And we could sit back and condemn all of that going liberal, heretics. But what's going on in conservative churches? What sometimes frustrates me and sometimes I turn on the microphone and go, this is what's going on in conservative churches. And I will get emails going, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I've spent 9,000 hours listening to sermons from conservative churches. And you're telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. At least ask, why do you think that? At least have the decency to ask. Now, maybe you've listened to 10,000 hours. So you may know a little better. But I think but if you look at all the time I've spent listening and all the time maybe you've spent listening, I think we would probably be able to come to some kind of agreement that there are some issues going on in many of the conservative churches. Because again, many of the conservative churches have great doctrine, but they're politically hijacked. And that's what I've been trying to warn everyone about. But there you have it. Sermon audio. Let's compile our best of list, our favorite list. What I have in my list, I'm, I'm, let me just read to you mine again. In fact, I got to save this um, I got to save, I got to save Trump's Christmas message here. I got to save this 
because I don't know what in the name of bubblegum is going on here, but I, I definitely got to hear it. All right. So I'm going to go back. <laughs> That's just still catching me off guard. All right. So favorite broadcasters. All right. Here we go. Here are the ones I have, and you can look these up and see if you agree with any of them. Ambassador Baptist College. Don't always agree with all of their teaching, but I do like the fact that it's a Bible college and I get to hear what's going on. Uh, it's Baptist. All right. I'm, I'm sitting in the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church. All right. BMA Theological Seminary, because what's a seminary. Bob Jones University, just because it's a well-known conservative school. Like to know what's going on in, by Bob Jones. Definitely don't agree with some of the things that school did in the past, but we won't go into all of that. Uh, Breck, uh, Breckbill Bible College. I really don't know what's going on with that. I, I don't really know what's going on at Breckbill Bible College. I don't really know anything about it, but I, I saw it the other night. I'm like, okay, I'll just save this. Detroit Baptist Theological Seminary. I've read a lot of their uh, articles and uh, academic papers from that school, and I've, I've always found it pretty interesting. DTBM International, Fairhaven Baptist Church and College, Faith Bible Baptist Church, Gethsemane Baptist Church, Grace Primitive Baptist Church, Greenville Seminary and Mount Olive. The only thing about Greenville Seminary and Mount Olive is, if I remember correctly, the audio quality of some of the things they post, absolutely horrific. I don't know what in the world's going on there. If I remember correctly, I, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but I listen to a lot of things. There's some things on Sermon Audio you really have to ask yourself, are they using technology from 1932? Because what in the world is going on? You know, if it sounds that bad, you may not want to post it on the internet. I, I think those are some basic rules. Mid-America Reform Seminary, Pensacola Christian College, Puritan Reform Theological Seminary, Reform, I'm sorry, okay, it, it opened up one of the ones I was looking at. Uh, Reformed Presbyterian Theological Seminary, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, the King James uh, Bible Seminary, the Theology Corner with, Corner with J.D. Martin, and uh, Westwood Heights Baptist Church, only because I visited and almost joined that church one time. So not that, uh, because I necessarily agree with everything that they teach, but just because it's it's a blast from the past, if we could, if we can say that. All right, now you may, you can start there, just start wherever you want. Listen, and you may go, man, this was horrible. This I want to know. Email me. Just fill up my email inbox with your thoughts, your opinions about the app, um, those in the Discord channel. Just post away. And, I want, and one of the other things we're going to try to do moving forward into 2022 on the theologycentral.net blog, theologycentral.net, theologycentral.net, go to the blog section, Anytime I hear something on Sermon Audio that I think is interesting, I'm just going to embed the sermon right there in, the, in a blog article. And so you can always kind of see what I think is going on. And I'll also try to post the link to those in the Discord channel as well. Well, again, just trying to get people to find good content that can help them grow spiritually. There is enough content on Sermon Audio that literally it could serve as a seminary or a Bible college. And that's coming from someone who's been to a lot of Bible colleges and a lot of seminaries, all right? You could, you literally can get a full-blown Bible education if you'll just sit there and listen. Sometimes you're gonna hear things that make you go, wait a minute, I don't know about that. I'm gonna have to go do research, but that's a part of education, right? I'm gonna to look that up. Maybe you're gonna find, maybe you're gonna find things that you completely disagree with, but it, 
It challenges you to listen, to think, discernment, research, verification, and learning. And you can all do that with just the Sermon Audio app, just that app alone. That's not even counting the the Edify Christian Podcast app, Sermon.net, and then just all the Christian uh, Bible teachings, sermons, Christian podcasts, all of that stuff that's available just on your average podcasting app alone. It's just amazing how much is available to us. It's overwhelming. So we're going to try to help make this better. I think it can be fun. I want to make it fun is what I want. And I just want everyone listening and then going, wait, I, that's, you know, I, you know, just all of your thoughts, all of your thoughts. And uh, I think it will be, uh, we can make it fun. Sermon audio, sermon audio, just all run together. Sermon audio, you'll find the app in your app store of choice whether it's an Android device, Apple device. It's available for uh, Amazon, uh, what what their tablets called, Fire tablets, whatever they're called. It's available on Roku. Is it Roku, Roku, however you pronounce that television streaming device. I use Apple TV. It's available on Apple TV. It's available on pretty much any, on any, that's one good thing Sermon Audio did well. They were very quick to get their, uh, there's stuff available on every platform that you could, right? Whether it's a, for your phone, for a tablet, for your television. They did a very good job with that. It's just their app is so just, it's just weird. And I think, and even though I have favorites, this is what's another frustrating. Even though I have favorites saved on Sermon Audio, I don't get notifications on Sermon Audio that new stuff is available. Or at least I don't think I do. I get so many, I get notifications from everything else, but not not from that. So there you have it. Let's talk about it. Who's your favorite broadcasters? Your your favorite, your, your what you think are the best broadcasters on Sermon Audio. I know we have some listeners who love Sermon Audio. They spend their life on Sermon Audio. They can pro- they're going to probably be able to drop me their, their top 10 within minutes. Some of you probably never even been to Sermon Audio, so it's going to be a brand new experience for you. Well, make it a fun make it a fun experience. Just start listening and see what you think, what the treasure you find, things you don't like, what you think about the app, and then we'll we'll announce the top ten soon. We'll, we'll announce the top ten soon. But I'm going to really try to give everyone the opportunity to uh, start working on it. All right, you can email me your thoughts about all of this to newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. And uh, maybe this will lead to some of these broadcasters on Sermon Audio getting more listens, more streams, and uh, that was that will always be encouraging for them. It, it's very encouraging when they get their monthly statistics to go, wow, we just jumped, you know, a couple of hundred or whatever the case may be. So that will be great. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Everyone have a great day. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. God bless.